Welcome to the LVR Podcast, a podcast designed for Australian mortgage brokers made by brokers. We're here to help answer your questions with solid industry answers. Learning, validation, and respect. Now, here's your hosts, Ruan Berger and Marissa Schultz. Thanks so much for joining us again. It's Marissa and Juan here, and we're super excited to be back with you for another episode. Today, we're talking about a really super exciting topic, AI versus EI. Amen. So, obviously, yeah, (laughs) artificial intelligence versus emotional intelligence. So, I know this is a topic really close to your heart, Ruan. Do you want to kick us off on this topic? Yeah, I just, uh, it's been amazing for me the last 12 months, and I think what AI has done is good. I I think there's no two ways about it. It's going to help a lot of people. Like I'm just even thinking marketing. Mm. I was on a panel at the National Finance Broker Day and it was on a panel with Christian Stevens and he was talking about 12 months prior how he built the first homebuyer's book and it took so many hours. It was so much money and he's done it just prior to the NFB conference and took him four hours Mm. to do it through the chat GDP and I was like, wow. That's that's just nuts. So for you as a new starter in in mortgage broking and using this this type of technology, it could really fast track your opportunity to know more about something. One and two to have information to share with your clients too. Yes. So there is a big big benefit to it. But it also then just brings me to the point of that emotional intelligence, the very thing that at the end of the day makes us who we are, yeah. makes us human, and makes us connect in a way we can connect. Um, and I'm, I love AI for AI. I just say if anything can't be 100% correct, then why discount what we have? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I must admit, you know, when when AI first sort of, you know, became a big thing, it, it's hard not to get scared of, of where it's going to end up and, and what yeah. it actually means. Well, not knowing where it's going to end yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but, you know, as we've embraced AI in our business, it has been a complete game changer for us to use it in the in the areas that aren't um, impacting customer experience. So I think the AI versus EI conversation is really important. I think you hit the nail on the head, Rowan, when you said that you know, our unique skill as technology advances, let's be let's be honest, you know, a lot of a lot of what we do as mortgage brokers, there will be a solution for on, you know, via technology that that people will be able to access. Yeah. So really what then sets us apart is is us as people. Yeah. You know, the human element, the emotional, the emotional intelligence element and yeah. and connection. And connection. And we need to break down the customer experience to say, okay, well, what parts is it really important to have that? Yeah. You know, and make sure that we're really, really maximizing the time that yeah. our team is spending on that part. Because the parts that technology can and will do potentially better than we can do as humans, uh, we need to use technology. Yeah. More time efficient, you know, potentially more accurate. There are definitely parts of the customer journey where AI and other forms of technology will do it better than than humans, yeah. but we need to find the part that humans do better than technology and really make sure that our team is spending as much time as possible on those parts yeah. and as little time as possible on the parts that, you know, technology can can replace. And I think that's going to be the evolution that our industry is going to have to go through. Yeah. And that's really what sets different businesses apart and, and 
you know, gives them that customer loyalty that they're going to be able to get to support their business growth. Yeah. So, Marissa, on that point, think of your business, if we may share, Mm. looking at AI, what would be things that you see you guys already moving towards using because it is one more time efficient to just gives you time back? to work on the things that is more client-facing per se. Yeah, absolutely. So pretty much we have tried to automate and use AI for everything behind the scenes. So, um, you know, really good examples of that is after a broker had a meeting or a phone call with a client, they then have to sit down and and write down the notes um, of that meeting or or the phone call, which could take, you know, 15 minutes, half an hour, but they might be on the road and, you know, it's just one of those extra things that they have to do. So now we have this like voice to text where they just as soon as they get off the phone or as soon as they finish their meeting, whether they're in the car or on the on the road, they can just basically talk into their phone for 30 seconds yeah. and it writes out all the notes in a really compliant format and it inputs it into the system automatically. Okay. You know, that's saving them a huge amount of time. Um, we're also finding that, you know, with... Um, you know the broker cover notes and the and the requirements and objectives and the credit you know the credit proposals and all of that background stuff that we need to do. Yeah, we are able to use automation and AI to some extent to make sure that we're getting really compliant. You know, we're meeting all our compliance obligations, and okay. instead of it taking the broker half an hour or forty five minutes, it takes the broker five or ten minutes. Okay, so it just is saving a huge amount of time without impacting the customer experience. Um, so, I, you know, there's lots of ways. There's just a couple of examples. Yeah. But basically in our business, we're trying to automate as much as we can behind the scenes so that our brokers and our even our admin team can spend as much customer-facing time as possible yeah. and as little, you know, as little time at their desk doing stuff that technology could do yeah. so that they can maximise the time that they're spending with clients, talking to clients, being with clients, doing all the emotional intelligence stuff that we talked about to really build and strengthen those relationships. So it's almost like an opportunity. If you wanted to take a whiteboard, write everything down that you do from the moment you start engaging with a client and write it all down and see what what can AI do? What what could be done quicker for that time management, for that efficiencies, for that you know, productivity mm. and then looking at what is the things where, what time does it give you back? Yes. Because I've I've had this conversation to your point with a few of the companies I work with and we talk about how we book an appointment and, you know, we talk about laps, the client engagement race and everything is a lap. And that lap, how do you keep on doing it, tweaking it to do it faster to get the same outcome, Yeah. but get time back to hopefully have another client appointment. Mm. Because at the end of the day, for any broker out there, you know, the better broker or to become that better broker, the more people you see, the better broker you become. Yeah, I think that's important. So it is all about that conversation point of view. So it's almost understanding what don't need your attention. If it was to be built, you can put it aside and it can look after itself because of AI. Is that Am I rearing it right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's about really you know, looking at your team or looking at yourself and saying, well, realistically, what percentage of your time are you actually doing stuff that technology can't do? Yeah. 
you know, I mean, choosing the right loan product, doing all the servicing calculations, all that sort of stuff. Our customers could actually do all of that online if they really wanted to. Yeah. And eventually there'll be really good solutions for that. How much of your time are you actually spending in front of clients? Yeah. And I'd say for the majority of brokers out there, it's actually a really small percentage of their time that they're actually spending face-to-face or on the phone actually having genuine human conversations. Yeah. You know, I think the great thing about AI and, and the technology advancements that we have experienced and are going to experience is that this is going to give us the tools to, you know, maybe take it from 20% client-facing time to 80 to 90% client-facing time over time Yeah, and make sure that, you know, and that's probably the part that most brokers enjoy the most. So I think yeah. it's a win-win for everyone, you know, if we can, if we can eventually get it to a point where uh, brokers are doing the thing that they're best at, the yeah. thing that um, that brings the most value to the clients, which is that customer facing and that, you know, genuine yeah. relationship um, as opposed to sitting behind a desk doing things that, that technology can help us to speed up. Yeah. I, I think the only thing for me that I would just concur with there, but uh, that I just point to note is that just clients at this stage, the time they're willing to give. Mm. I think back in the day, a lot of clients would have given you a lot more time than they give today because as we believe we get a lot more pushed on time, so does our clients. Yeah. So we've got to get better also at making sure the time we do have with them is truly well evaluated and truly well spent. Absolutely. In respect of building those relationships. I mean, I've when I used to be a broker, I used to sign every client up making the point of trying to be with that client to do the loan documents because I saw it as another opportunity mm. to to get them to sell my services going forward, to make sure that are they happy, making sure they know what comes next, should they have to come back. Yep. It was just an opportunity. So for me, it was almost first connection and then relationship. So connection is the power 45, making sure you can work with the client. And then if you could, you start working for them, then that. Nowadays, because so much documents is online, it's something brokers have given away quite freely because they've gone, don't need to sign them up anymore. The system can, which is great. But to your point, we've got to pay attention Mm. to those moments and say, well, if we've Got time back here, time back here, time back here. Is it worth giving this time and almost protect this time slot? Yes. For what it could be worth. I think that is such a great point, Rowan, because as we are saving time in some areas, we need to make sure that we're reallocating that time to things that do make a real, you know, really add value to the relationship and add value to the service. Agree. Um, And and that's really the golden nugget of how you're going to keep your clients and keep them coming back to you uh, time and time again is if they do feel that real value and that real connection. Agreed. And that's the only way that we can really have businesses that become indestructible by technology. So it is that human connection, that emotional intelligence. So I think that, you know, the great thing is that I think that when people are doing big transactions, when they're buying properties or refinancing their loans, i I believe that humans do need humans, yeah. most of them. Yeah. You know, it's a very small percentage of humans out there that are really happy to do all of that on their own without any um, human reassurance or connection. So that is something that I think really helps our industry to ensure it sust- stays sustainable. But only if, like you said, Ruan, we're reallocating the time that we're saving on the back end yeah. to actually nurturing those client relationships and being there to reassure them and, and support them when it counts. And and we got to appreciate humans for humans so so i believe what you say i'm 100 with you i'm kudos on that 
I still believe today as well that at the end of the day, as long as needs and wants are two different boxes for people, we are needed. Mm, yes. Because we are that person that almost, we almost are negotiated between those two boxes, if you think about it. And also because needs for me can easily be dealt with with AI and different things. Mm-hmm. For me, the wants is that emotional thing. Yeah. People don't, they want another property. They, they only need three bedrooms, but they want four because if the guest <laughs> yeah. comes over, whether the guests do come over or not, it doesn't really matter. And this is yeah. what I love about our business model. It's, it's not that hard to decipher to figure out why we have such an important role to play. Mm. But I think for me, the the worry sometimes is that AIs look at something that's going to give us time back, not looking at something that's going to give us more time to do what we're supposed to do to build stronger relationships. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's about reallocating the time to things that are going to add value and that, and that's really the key that we're, you know, we're working towards in our business. And even if you think about it, so I'm even looking at the coaching play, like uh, I can do a blog through AI. There's many people that have done it. Mm. I'm still today writing my own blogs. And the only reason I write them is because when people ask me about the blogs, I can talk, you know, I can talk from my heart. Yeah. Because it it was purely me intentionally, that's my experience that I've put in there. And I mm. could have put a few notes and a lot of other things could have done, which by the way, English being my second language, half the things doesn't sound like me. I think if I'm going to put it through AI. <laughs> so it allows me at least the courtesy of still being me. Yes. Still sound like me and still, you know, at the end of the day, sharing me with the world one way or another. And the old saying still for me is just if you think of emotion and we, we go back to square number one, which is try and make sure you understand people before you want to be understood. It allows you that courtesy of being able to bring a question back just for how important it was to them mm. and not just answers for answers, not just because data is holding us this is the best thing to say here, but letting something still be raw for raw because the reality of it is I'd rather have anyone at a barbecue talk about the way I made them feel versus what I've done for them. Uh, I guarantee you today that's what they will remember you for. Absolutely. That's what everyone remembers remembers about you. It's the way you make them feel. And, and in our industry, trust is such an important thing. Agreed. Integrity and authenticity is such an important thing. So um, like you said, like there is a lot of great uses for AI and the new technology, but having that authentic voice and uh, being authentic in, in how you interact with clients um, and being uniquely yourself yeah. or uniquely your own brand for the business is something that will make the client feel differently than if they were just going to get some sort of generic run-of-the-mill communication. Yeah. You know, I liked what you said before in terms of there's always a trade-off. So when you are looking to implement AI or automation in, into, your, into your business process or your customer journey, you need to weigh up how does the time that it's going to save my team in terms of efficiency, how is that going to impact the customer journey? Is it going to impact the customer journey in a positive way or a negative way? And is that impact worth, you know, worth implementing? So that it, there's always that trade-off. So you've always got to assess each each point. Obviously, you know, the best case scenario is that it positively impacts the customer journey, saves your team time and efficiency, and it's a win-win all around. But it's really important for every change that we make in our business, we're constantly asking ourselves, okay, what does that mean for the team? What does that mean for our customer experience? and making sure that we've weighed up the pros and cons and ensuring that ultimately it's always the customer that benefits one way or another and it's 
enhancing the customer journey and the customer experience. And Marissa, just think about your business. Just think about broker businesses that have been standing the test of time, that have been there. I mean, you you think of James, just the broker that he has become. Mm. And a lot of these things, these things weren't as to the forefront as it is today. Back then, we, we still very much had to build these connections. And and so these systems, what, what I'm just saying is, and what I so much agree with you with this time given back, we got to still stay true to the businesses we want to build with the people we want to support Absolutely. and the people we want to grow yep. so that they don't just see these systems as a, as a, as a, dictation tool in respect of what do we do now? What do we do? I still want them to be able to think for themselves and look at the next broker, that broker that has done the things. I mean, I go back to when I started broking and I heard something from a real estate agent and I heard it from a broker. And this message still rings true to me today as it did then. As a broker, if you want to be your best version, you're either on the phone with a client or you're on the phone with a bank or you're on the phone with a referral source. Yes. But whatever you do, if you're not on an appointment, you should be on the phone with either one of those three people. Yes. And I can remember this early days. I was 26 years old when this was a message being given yeah. to me. I get goosebumps just telling you now. Yeah. And that is who we are. So these systems, let them support what you're not. But don't forget who you are mm. and what role you play. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a great way to sum it up. And um, I couldn't agree more, Ruan. So hopefully this has helped all of you. We'd love to hear your thoughts as well. So if yeah. you did have any thoughts on AI or AI or what's happening, we'd love to hear from you. Or if you do want to hear more podcasts around these topics, please send us a a note. We'd love to hear from you. Awesome. And if you enjoyed the session today, we'd love you to share it with your friends make sure that they benefit from it as well. And thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you again next time. Beautiful. Thanks all. Talk soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the LVR podcast. We hope you gained massive value from today's episode. And we'd like to thank our sponsor, Success and Broker and The Broker Journal driving broker routines and behaviours for better client outcomes. If you found this podcast helpful, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we'd appreciate if you gave us a five-star review. That way, it'll help others who would value this content too. We'll join you in the next episode.